Let's pray. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. Now, Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. I was glad when I saw in the bulletin that we were singing an Adventan song today. Did you catch that? Hark a thrilling voice is sounding. It's a, a song that is for Advent. And, and so even the refrain that Father Paul's arranged with it has O Come, O Come, Emmanuel in the midst of it. Because it is in Advent, as we come to that moment in gathering darkness, that we behold the beginnings of a light, just one tiny little light in Advent. And then each week it grows with another light from the Advent candle until Christmas arrives. And we celebrate the coming of the light of the world, and we light the Christ candle in the midst of it. And this year for me in particular, can I just tell you, this year for me, I felt like God reached out and blessed me at Christmas and Advent. I felt like he opened my heart and blessed me in ways that it felt like it's been a long time since I've experienced. And I felt bathed in the light, even in the darkness of December this year. And then Epiphany came. And that was hard because I'm a tent builder. I am. Like when I'm sitting in the midst of something beautiful, I want to build a tent and just stay there. And so Epiphany came, and I got to tell you, it was hard taking the things that had been really precious to me for those 12 days of Christmas and the whole month of Advent and setting it aside. Because I wanted to linger in that tent for a little bit longer. But instead, with you, I turned to wise men following a star. I turned to wise men following a star, leading us into the presence of the light of the world. And from there, we continued on into epiphany, which means revelation. And the growing and gathering light of the revelation of Christ in the world. We heard of Christ's baptism. We heard of the Holy Spirit descending in a physical form of a dove. We heard of the voice spoken from heaven to Christ himself. You, you Jesus, are my son, and in you I am well pleased. And the world around sat in hushed silence. The light was building. Now and now we come to the last Sunday of Epiphany, which traditionally, which traditionally, looks to the transfiguration. The moment when everything we have been building up to since the end of, of, of Thanksgiving comes into its clear, 
unrestrained, revealed glory that Jesus himself takes three disciples up onto the mountaintop. And there in his midst, in his presence, the Holy Spirit glory of God radiates from Jesus' face. And I find suddenly that I'm not the only tent builder in the crowd. Because there's Peter. You know, and a lot of times, I, a lot of commentators, when they, when they talk about Peter in this moment, they're like, oh, he was just confused. He didn't know what to say, so he just spit it out. Let me make three tents. But I read one writer who had a different idea, and I think this is right. It's just my, my thoughts. But this writer said, no, no, no. I think Peter saw something so beautiful and so glorious that he couldn't let it go. Oh, Jesus, let me make tents to keep this here. Let me make tents so that we can dwell in the presence, in the presence of the unveiled, pure, unrestrained glory of God in your face and in the presence of the great patriarchs and prophets, Moses and Elijah. I think Peter, I think Peter was a tent builder because some things are just too beautiful to walk away from. That was my experience this weekend at the men's retreat, or last weekend, at the men's retreat. As we gathered together, we were talking about the transfiguration on Sunday morning, and we were there on the North Shore, and in the back of the room, facing all the men, was this massive picture window. I mean, it's a huge window, and the rising sun was coming up, and as we talked about the transfiguration, the radiant sun shone and reflected on the face of 39 men. And Jesus was there. I believe that. Jesus was there. We talked about how, how the glory of God and the presence of that cloud that shined from Christ's face and that cloaked and surrounded him is the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. We remembered how in Exodus, how in Exodus, when the Holy Spirit came down in a flame by night, and a cloud by day, the people of Israel were guided. We remembered how before the covenant, the flame and the cloud met in the tent of meetings outside the camp. But when the covenant was signed finally, and finally established, the golden calf was atoned for, and the moment has come, and the cloud and the glory moved from outside the, the camp, over the people and settled in the tabernacle, the tent, and filled that place. It is the high point of all of the book of Exodus. The very presence of God manifested in a cloud and in the glory of flame. Come, Lord Jesus. And Peter Peter, who was a good Jew, who knew his Exodus story, who knew his Exodus story, saw that 
and he understood what it meant. He understood whose presence he stood in. And he understood what radiated from that man's face. The very presence of God that speaks to us, I am ever coming to you. Through slaveries, through bondage, I am coming to you. Through Red Seas being crossed and insurmountable object, ob, ob, uh, obstacles, I am coming to you. Through golden calves, and I am still coming to you. And now, now on this mountain, Peter, James, and John, but in particular today, I want to talk about Peter a bit. Peter, James, and John look and they see the radiant glory of God in the face of Christ, which says, I am still coming to you. Do you remember what happened just before this passage? Peter has a little bit of a, a roller coaster experience in this chapter, in the chapter before. It's not all good. Just before this passage, Jesus is talking to his disciples, and he says, he asks them a question. He says, who's the son of man say I am? And the disciples throw out some options. And so Jesus says, but who do you say that I am? And Peter, in the proclamation, we actually have a feast day. It was just last month as part of Epiphany. We have a feast day to celebrate this, the, the, the confession of St. Peter. Peter stands up and he says, you are the Christ. And, and Jesus looks to him and says, blessed are you, Simon, in front of all the others. Blessed are you. Upon this, I will build my rock. This rock, I will build my kingdom. And Peter's roller coaster soars high. And then Jesus says, and now it is nearly time for me to go to a cross. And Peter says, no, 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 no. We're about tense here. We're about glory. We're about wonderful things. And Jesus looks to the rock and he says, Satan, get behind me. And the roller coaster comes sliding down. You ever had those moments? You ever had one of those moments where, where um, in front of a crowd, you've stepped in a great big pile and everyone saw it and everyone knew it. And we all know that what people see of us today is part of the filter through which they will see us forever. And that's Peter going up on the Mount of Transfiguration. And it says he had six days to stew in it. Six days. And he goes up. Jesus didn't have to take him. Jesus calls him up, and they go up on the mountain. And there the radiant presence of God shines on Peter and says, I'm still coming to you, even you, Peter. Tense. No wonder Peter wanted to linger. No wonder he wanted to stay.
There are some hidden tents in our readings today, too. Did you know that? As an old man, Peter is writing in his second letter. And in the very first verse, he tells the people, I'm going to repeat these things over and over and over because I want you to know them. So if the clergy up here say the same things all the time, we're in good company, right? Peter repeats the things, same things over and over and over again. And he says to the people, it's right that as long as I'm in this body to stir you up by way of reminder, no, since I know that the putting off of my body will be soon. So here's, here's the secret. The Greek word isn't body, it's tent. It's tent. Our collect today, we prayed this. O God, before the passion of your only begotten Son revealed his glory on the holy mountain, grant that we, beholding by faith the light of his countenance, may be strengthened to bear our cross and may be changed into his likeness from glory to glory. Jesus is our tent of meetings. But what Peter tells us, brothers and sisters, is that we are the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ. And we take part in him. And his glory that radiates on his face radiates in our hearts. And so Church of the Redeemers, we come to this high point of epiphany, this glorious high point before we take the plunge into unfun Lent. I want you to hear this. Are you ready? You're the tent of meetings because Christ dwells in you. You are the tent of meetings. That in this world that is full of darkness and where the whole truth sometimes feels cloaked and clouded and hidden, you are the tent of meetings. Peter tells us that we are to pay attention to him, that tent of meetings. We are to pay attention to him. We are to gaze upon him, contemplate him, meditate upon him, devote yourself to prayer with his vision before you. Pay attention to him as to a lamp shining in a dark place. And here it is. Until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. You are the tent of meetings by grace, brothers and sisters. And just as Christ is the radiant presence of God, the morning star dawns in your hearts. And so this Transfiguration Sunday perhaps a week or three days early, I am calling you to enjoy the tent today. Enjoy it. 
because the tent of meetings, starting Wednesday, takes us off the mountain to the cross. And it's there, and it's there that he joins us. Brothers and sisters, Christ is the light of the world, and so are you. And he's going to a cross, and so are we. And let's be glad and live in a tent, whether we are in the mountain or in the shadow of death. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.